Welcome to the podcast of tomorrow, a future Emma podcast where we are talking about season two, episode, I want to say 19, but who can be sure? The problem with poplars. Here's someone who probably knows what number it is. Alex Koontz. Alex, you, what the hell is happening? <laughs> you think I know what number this is? <laughs> my my notes, I was very diligent in my note keeping for Simpsons then and now. I put the title of every episode yes. and now I just write Futurama 29 and I don't even know if it's right. <laughs> I just wrote down Futurama 30. I don't think that's correct. But Who can remember? I guess I could if I just looked it up. Um, but it doesn't matter. No one cares. It's fine. Alex, how are you? We haven't talked. Welcome back. Least. It's 2023. It's the year of Pot of Tomorrow. It's all happening. Yes. We're here. It's all happening. I, I, was, I was planning on coming on saying, oh, it's the year of the Pot of Tomorrow. But in our pre-call chat, Lindsay was like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be fine. This is a very low lift for me. I was thinking about my plan was to come on and be like, here's someone who doesn't like Molten Boron. But then I got thrown <laughs> off by my numbers. <laughs> yeah. So here's what we're doing for year of Pot of Tomorrow. We are committing mm -hmm. to occasionally post podcasts. Yep. We are committing to... Maybe watching the new episodes when they air. When we don't, we don't know when they air. True. Yes. But yeah, they probably air in 2023, and yep. we'll maybe watch them and maybe talk about them. Yep. And that's, and that's about it. I'll, I'll probably talk about Hugh Jackman against people's will. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what no we feedback do. on the Hugh Jackman stuff except from Jeremy, who seemed delighted. <laughs> no, there was there was a DM. Uh, someone slid oh. into our DM saying that there was good uh, Hugh Jackman stuff. Oh my god, I love that. I love to hear that. All right. Well, thank you to anonymous listener. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me look that up right now because it was very nice. Yeah. It's just MacGyver on Twitter, an RHAP right. listener. Says, the MacGyver. <laughs> yeah, perhaps the MacGyver. He had a he had a great great comment about Paperback Hero. He said, "A little known fact is that Barry from Survivor Australia season two, which I don't think I've seen because season two is really the season one. It's like the first reboot season. Right. I don't know. But this guy was in Paperback Hero. Barry oh. was known for his masterful drawing names out of a hat strategy." So hmm, big Sean Kniff energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little more like chaotic than Sean Kniff, but yes. So that made me happy because excellent trivia. And it also makes me think that Paperback Hero is like a known movie in Australia, which is great. Sounds that way. I like to think that we probably just got a whole bunch of Australian listeners out of that. Not just Juliana. <laughs> Remember when Juliana came on and talked to us? I, I love Juliana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you're still out there, let us know. I'm sure she's not. I can't, I can't imagine she followed us all the way here and then still listens, but maybe. Yeah. Juliana, yeah, if you're yeah. out there. Let us know. Yeah. No, Alex, I think it's important to let you know that. So we had discussed recording today because it was the only day we mm -hmm. could record. And I was like, no worries. I have lots of time. I'll definitely watch it. And then I was like, well, we're getting awfully close to me having to fly back to Vancouver and I still haven't watched it. And so then I tried to download it to watch it on the plane and you can't download from Disney plus on a laptop. Oh. So this morning I was sitting in a coffee shop and I had 45 minutes before work and I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to stream this on my phone. So that's what I did. <laughs> did and then, people give yeah. you looks as you were taking notes on, on this future on episode. This is the thing I was expecting that I wasn't really going to be able to take very many notes, but I was somehow able to get like a picture in picture thing going on. So I was just like oh. frantically typing along in my notes app. And so I had okay. some, very non-annotated notes from the episode <laughs> just likely all right just... well we'll see how useful your notes are because if like this yes. is of equal quality to our normal episode then just always like picture in picture on your phone like at the bus stop or whatever <laughs> seems smart honestly yeah how have you been alex it's been ages and ages i've been good i thought a good way to summarize what has happened over our breaks is to just look through our text conversation since yes. like december 10th and talk about things that have happened 
Yes, I think number one is probably I immediately got COVID. <laughs> you got COVID. How was that? You couldn't see that Jeremy. Fine. Did you see him at all? I, no. Okay. Yes. I think that's important for the listeners to hear. Yeah. So over the summer when I went home, I was like, oh, definitely going to see Jeremy. And then he texted me and was like, I have COVID. Sorry, we can't hang out. So he didn't see Jeremy. So then this time I was like, we are hanging out immediately. And so I texted him pretty much the day I arrived. And he was like, okay. I guess I said two days later, I was like, I might be getting sick, but let's definitely hang out if I'm not. And he was like, I think I'm also getting sick, but I'm free Thursday and Friday if we're not sick. And then I texted him later that afternoon and said, I have COVID. And then it was Christmas. <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> I don't. So, uh, Jeremy, if I were you, if you're listening, which I know you are in the in the supermarket with no headphones mm-hmm. on, I would think that maybe Lindsay is pissed at you because oh my you, had COVID, <laughs> you couldn't see her. And then she came and she was like, you know what? I'm not going to see Jeremy. I'm going to make up this whole COVID thing. And I'm going to spend a lovely Christmas working on the farm with my family. And oh my God. yeah, just think about it, Jeremy. I can't believe this betrayal, Alex Koontz. Trying <laughs> to get the Jeremy energy here. <laughs> yeah. Man, Jeremy's not um, here to, to abuse you. So you come in yeah. with the slander. <laughs> yeah, I'm just causing drama everywhere. I'm um, pretty sure I haven't seen Jeremy in a year at this point, And that is an abomination. That's brutal. That's yep. brutal. I haven't ever seen Jeremy, but also an abomination. I feel it every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but COVID was bad. Were you, were you fine? It was not bad at all. I got very sniffly for a couple of days and that was it. No cough, no fever, no aches, no brain fog, as far as I know. People can tell me. I guess I didn't know what number the episode was, so maybe it's a <laughs> lingering effect. Yeah, this whole this whole podcast this podcast might be brain fog. Yeah, <laughs> true. So I'm looking through our texts. We went to Disney. I can't remember if yeah. I talked about that on the podcast or not. I think you talked on the podcast about how you were going to get there like the day of the Avatar ride or something. Yes, I was very <laughs> excited about that. How was it? <laughs> there was like no. I was expecting the Avatar heads to really be out of control. It they weren't. But that's like completely on par with that. the Avatar heads. That's like, that's their MO of not caring. Did but you see Avatar? We, did we talk about this? I did see Avatar. We haven't talked about it because I saw it on what, like December <laughs> 22nd or something. That's right. I it was that's fine. Right. Did you okay. see it? <laughs> nope. Didn't see it. it had fine. COVID. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, I had COVID. We went to Disney and we had the best time ever. And I guess we're now Disney adults. We're like, that was amazing. And like, we expected <laughs> it to be totally you know we expected to be fun and like have a good time but we were like that was incredibly fun and we want to do Whoa. that again immediately so i think we're just disney adults now all right all right bachelor party <laughs> there someday in the future just like yeah. Stephen Fishback. <laughs> forgot he did that too many survivor references in this podcast <laughs> yeah let me see what you texted me you had snow on christmas that seemed lovely mm-hmm. yes you podcasted yeah. with rob has a podcast that's right. Yes, I was cor- I was crowned a dame of Sealand in that <laughs> yes. podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, follow up. What has happened with that? Nothing. Rob texted me recently to be like, it's, it's coming. <laughs> okay. Do you want to set that up? What What did you win? Yes. So I did a white elephant podcast over on Robin and Keeping podcast. And the item that I won was a title yes to Sealand, which is some weird like fortress off of the coast of england and <laughs> i am a dame of there now and i was like i hope right, it's not so a problematic Dane place <laughs> yeah yeah it's very exciting like the likes of judy dench yes yeah i hope it's not problematic did you, have you done any research on their customs 
No, I haven't. But I did say that to Rob at one point. I was like, oh, this is a problematic place that I am now like, part <laughs> of the land, landed gentry yeah. or something. If you ever get a Twitter handle, at Dame Lindsay Wilson is, is perfect. <laughs> it's probably wide open. Yeah. I'm surprised that I said we had snow on Christmas and I didn't previously text you to be like a pipe burst in my apartment. It was quite a... Quite well, a few weeks i was i was scrolling through our text and i was going to say the next one that we have was us saying that me saying that you've grown accustomed to academia and, and you said that your hands are soft and all this being in reference to <laughs> losing your apartment because of a pipe burst yeah it's true <laughs> someone else had to handle it for me it's still not fixed i mean the pipe is fixed but there's uh, renovations ongoing downstairs <laughs> yeah and then the last i think notable text exchange that we had was i did some work on the pot of tomorrow twitter account where i typed futurama into the search bar and then followed anyone that had ever talked about futurama essentially it wasn't everyone ever but i followed a lot of random people who talked about futurama and in doing so i must have followed a lot of bots because we have a ton of at least one new bot following us that uh, is is a little bit uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was very funny and very entertaining to see what type of listener we clearly have. That yes. young lady seemed like she's a big Futurama fan. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic. So, What's our follower uh, count follow up to? I guess follow us on Twitter to help fight against the bots. Our Twitter <laughs> is up to... 45 followers i'd say uh -huh. like who knows how many of those are real probably at least 10 yeah i think we got like 20 real ones there wow all right well 50 percent, so. not bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> incredible so, there we go that was our that was our break that's the recap that was a very good strategy for figuring out what we've been up to <laughs> i sent you simpsons memes uh, mm -hmm. Yes, a very good one. The, so we'll sleep in the nude on the floor by the shower. Uh, Oxygen tend for sexual power. Sexual powers, <laughs> yes. Yes. No classical <laughs> gas in my Spotify rap this year. That's exactly what I thought of, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then the co-workers of yours found the podcast, which seemed distressing to you. Deeply distressing. That was about me appearing on Rob Has a Podcast. Oh, yeah. Was... Not this podcast, yeah. <laughs> that would be even more wild yes. if they found this one. <laughs> Yes, that was extremely distressing. People sort of think it's interesting that I have podcasted about The Simpsons, sort of, and then they find it sort of interesting that I've talked about BoJack, but the Survivor one, no one is ever interested in that, even though that is by far the most successful podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get some interest in Simpsons as well. Like, I think that's just mm -hmm. broad enough that people, like, aren't weirded out like they are with Survivor. Honestly, I always hear from people that are like, oh, I mentioned that you podcast about The Simpsons and people were so excited. And I was like, well, none of them have listened to the podcast. So they're excited. <laughs> not, I think Simpsons me. Then and Now did pretty well. Like if you look at our numbers, <laughs> they're they're not horrible for us. Like yeah. having for, for me, having no idea how to like get any sort of promotion or traction going. Very fair. I wonder if we can we be found on Apple Podcasts now? I think it's there. I'll have to revise my review of I can't believe it's not searchable. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's there. All right. Yep, look at that. Yep. There, there she is. Look at that. Even when you say Simpsons? Uh-huh. Wow. 4.8 out of 5. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still, no, still no new reviews. Doesn't show up on mine if I just type Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, that's not great, is it? No. Well, <laughs> that's okay. You know the exact name of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did 59 episodes, and only four of those were Futurama episodes, so... I saw that, that we did 59 episodes and I was like, it felt like we did 200 of them because we watched. <laughs> you really that hated that episodes. by the end. Yeah. <laughs> I just hated how many bad episodes we watched. I, I was, I was never that 
disturbed by the bad or by the new episodes mm-hmm. it was frustrating to watch two episodes a week it's much better to watch one episode a week yeah. but I, i've always been curious about what's going on with modern simpsons and yeah <laughs> we could do a weekly simpsons report <laughs> no this is getting out of hand okay yeah <laughs> problem with poplars you were way off in what you thought this episode was going to be about what did i say i can't remember something about like a pdf or something because you looked it up and it oh, was yes. like something to do with pdfs <laughs> i so i found so the yeah, I did say it was only about PDFs. I was looking at like the trivia on this episode and, and mm-hmm. it said, oh, the like PDF editor or application or yes, some PDF nerdy... library poplar. Yes. It was named after this episode. So in a way, mm-hmm. I was right. In a way. Yes. In a <laughs> reverse way. You are absolutely correct. So yes. this episode, it opens up. Oh, I forgot to mention this. This episode of the podcast probably opened up with an ad from Jeremy. <laughs> oh, how exciting. I guess we uh, could I put it in the middle. Should we put it in the middle or at the beginning? I think he put is brought to you by, so I'll put it at the beginning. Okay. We could do it like right when we transition from the nonsense that nobody wants to hear, which has been the previous 14 minutes, into mm-hmm. the stuff that people do want to hear, which is the rest of the show. So maybe yeah. right now. Go. Right now. <laughs> this grim podcast of unimaginable carnage is brought to you by Fishy Joe's. Try our new extreme walrus juice. A hundred percent fresh squeezed walrus. Ride the walrus. Yes, and much like that thing you just heard, that's how this works. <laughs> Nobody doesn't like molten boron. That's how the episode opens. Yes, a very short cold open. It was fine. We we kind of hated on these before, but this is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. The opening caption for external use only. And then boop corner. Boop, daddies. I feel like uh, we've seen this one before. We have, absolutely. Yeah. So I just wrote Felix dancing, and it's again up to Mars, which I think was in one of the recent episodes. I don't know what the gritty is, but I wrote cat doing the gritty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know either. It was in Vendor Gets Made, which I think is the one we just watched. So one week yeah, ago, we talked about back this. To back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I guess this is actually, I don't know. This is like maybe episode 14 because this looks like it's in broadcast production order. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm still hung up on this. Okay, so they open up. They've just gone to the planet of the moochers and the moochers borrowed their pants and ate all their food. And they are now two days from Earth with no food. And Bender is offering to cook whoever loses a fight to the death. (laughs) Are you more of a moocher or do you get abused by moochers? Oh, geez. I think I'm probably more abused by, I think I'm very prone to people taking advantage <laughs> of me. This language is probably too hard, but like, <laughs> I I have like extreme guilt over situations that I've mooched where like, mm-hmm. I'm sure the people have forgotten about it by now, but I just like cringe at like, oh, I asked to borrow my friend's blazer for a wedding and then like, mm-hmm. I didn't dry clean it afterwards and <laughs> like, I feel monster. horrible about it. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like a specific example. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no Scott, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> shout out to Scott. Yeah, no, I definitely do that. I think I do that even with feeling like I did that to people's time. <laughs> like, okay, I've uh, been time hogging all of their time. Yeah, where I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I've just been talking about my problems for yeah. 45 minutes, much like what I did to you earlier. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and yet this podcast exists, which is really our our way to mooch time from people without experiencing the, the social guilt for it. That's exactly right. That's exactly it. We can mooch as much time as we want and never have to see the repercussions <laughs> yeah oh god what are your feelings about capers that's one of the two things left in the fridge is baking soda and capers what is ca- I, i'm not a foodie capers they're like these little things they look sort of like peas you sometimes eat them with smoked salmon they're very briny salty 
you sound very bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. That's who I am now with my soft, yeah. fragile hands. <laughs> yeah. I have, I've probably eaten capers before. Is it insane for me to not know what capers are? No, it's not. I think a lot of people are like, what is that? Some sort of fish? And then you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have no opinion on capers. Do you like them? I like them on smoked salmon. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, Actually, Cam made something recently that had scallops in it or something, and he put capers in there. It was very exciting. Are usually consumed salt or pickled? I like pickled things. Yes, they're very briny in that way. A more potentially more relevant question. So they make a joke where they're like, we're a million miles from anywhere. They probably only got a Howard Johnson. What the hell's Howard Johnson? <laughs> I did not know that one. Okay. Howard Johnson. It's a I chain restaurant of some kind. It's a hotel chain? Well, see, I thought it was an insurance company. <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. I just thought it was. Yeah, it is a hotel. Here we Maybe go. They... Howard Johnson restaurants. Hmm. According to NPR, one of the last three Howard Johnson's restaurants closed its doors this week. That was April 26, 2015. Yeah, I see America's last Howard Johnson's restaurant closes lists for $10. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Apparently it was everywhere for a while. I don't know. Do you have a, what is, what is this place? I mean, you guys have Tim Hortons, right? That's like the big yes. Canada one. It says the restaurant was founded by Howard Deering Johnson in 1925, and then it expanded to hotels. Hmm. Wow. A restaurant that expanded to hotels. Yeah. I guess funny, that's like right? kind of like a bed and breakfast. I guess so. <laughs> they were like, you're really <laughs> drunk. You should probably just stay the night. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Interesting. Huh. Struggling under FAI. FAI. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> is this anything? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So they go to some planet and they're going to forage for stuff and they find a ditch full of fried shrimp or possibly a hole full of fried prawns. Yes. I think one note I had here is they say it's full of rotten berries, which I assume can only be a reference to, what is it, Gene? Roddenberry. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry, who is the creator of Star Trek. And this <laughs> this episode did not have a ton of Star Trek references other than the title itself of mm -hmm. being a direct reference to Trouble with Tribbles, which is like one of the more yeah. famous, at least titles of Star Trek episodes. So I wonder if they specifically put that in because they named it. What is this? This is Problems Problem with, with Poplars. Poplars. Yeah. 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 Huh. No, I didn't get that and also didn't understand that joke. I thought it was just like, sort of, sounded sort of like rotten berries. And so I was like, maybe I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Leela references that thing again. She's like, this thing on my wrist says they're not poisonous. <laughs> I like when yeah, she's I just really like, I don't that. understand why I have this. It's just like a future thing. <laughs> yeah, just this nondescript future technology. Yes, exactly. Leela really likes these things, whatever they are. Fry says they're like sex, except he's having them. <laughs> yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> Yes. So they're going to bring a whole ship's worth back. And Zoidberg's like, ah, oh, it's tastier than an unguarded penguin nest. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like the kicking down on Zoidberg this uh, this episode. I know they do a lot of jokes about Zoidberg having no money and just being kind of like a sad sack. But something about Zoidberg, there's the scene later where they're, the fast food chain is up and running and there's like mm -hmm. the drive through pipe and Zoidberg like holds it up. It just felt bad for Zoidberg. Uh, yeah. Really, really kicking him while he's down or just like yeah. cheap shot on Zoidberg. Yeah. He's just like, I can't pay. Breakout character. The whole, whole extent of the joke. Yeah. Treat your best character with more respect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, so they decide to call them Poplars because the only names that are not copyrighted are Poplars and Zitzels. Yes, someone proposed Tasticles. Yes, yes. <laughs> I see now that my notes app changed it to just Testicles. <laughs> yeah, mine's struggling with Tasticles. Mine's got a red underline. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> 
So does poplars on mine. So they decide they're going to sell them, that they can't just eat them themselves. Business is doing great. And then Bender's like, well, that's fine, but amazing would be great. And so he goes over to this hot dog stand that is taking all their business. He's like, yeah, where do you want these rat droppings? Yes, really made me think of the guy from the New York City episode of The Simpsons Mm -hmm. with the cocklevach or whatever he calls it, the like fried crab. Uh Are you a street cart person? What's the Vancouver street cart theme like? I mean, it's more of a food truck thing now, but street carts, there's still one. There's this guy who sells chai on the side of the road, and he also sells these little... I don't even know how to describe them. It's like what would come in a samosa, but between two pieces of bread. Hmm. <laughs> like the vegetable, like just the vegetable goop. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But like, you know, and he like fries it until so it looks like a grilled cheese, but with samosa crap inside. That sounds great. I, really I would good. love that. Yeah. <laughs> you get your little tea. It's very exciting yeah. and very cheap. It's like two bucks. <laughs> when I moved to New York City, I was blown away by the halal guys. Have you had like halal street food in New York no. or if that exists elsewhere? No. I I had never had this before moving to New York and I have not had it in many years because it's like probably horrible for you. Like my first year in New York, I would have it like weekly and it was so, so good. There's a halal food fest in Vancouver this year. You should go. So it's it's delicious. It's like twenty eight uh, vendors. I was obsessed when I when I moved to New, to New York, it's so good. All right, this looks pretty exciting. This all these yeah. pictures. This look at, really next bad. time you're in New York for for RGP stuff, but we can go to Halal Guys and it's. I think you mean for Simpsons Trivia Night. <laughs> oh, you're right. Of course. <laughs> yes. Yes. We would I get stomped at Futurama Trivia. There, there'd be Definitely. that'd be not good. Yeah, embarrassing. Truly. Um. Yes. So while they're selling stuff, someone comes up and he's like, hey, I want to buy these and points out a billboard, which he is featured on. And Fry goes, you're some guy who eats at Fishy Joe's. Yeah. But nope, it is Fishy Joe himself. So yeah, so he's going to help them and he's going to charge $2 a dozen and give them a dollar a dozen. So nothing <laughs> will change. Except that I guess they get the distribution of being in Fishy Joe's. You're right. That is probably worth it. I mean, it is. It's like... I don't know what it is like, but, you know, it's like <laughs> us going on Apple Podcasts rather than just like Podbean trying to distribute all as, of stuff. As we did for the first like year of the Simpsons podcast. Yes. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's over now. They have this very good jingle, which I, I, I was, was wondering where you, I, I thought immediately of Jeremy. I was wondering mm-hmm. where you think this uh, ranks in the pantheon of Futurama jingle songs, that kind of stuff. I really like it. I think it's very good. Very catchy. It really sticks in your head. Very effective marketing. Yes. My favorite part of it was the ending. Leela crashes into a bill into the like yeah. Fishy Joe billboard and Fry mm-hmm. says like, oh, that's the second billboard that you crashed into in the past 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Very meta. This is where we get introduced to the protesters outside. <laughs> and I really like these protesters where they're like, you can't own property. And Farnsworth <laughs> is like, I can because I'm not a penniless hippie. Yeah, I really like that, too. That's <laughs> oh, good stuff. Although as someone who can't afford property. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too close to home. Yeah. My penny yeah, was I, <laughs> I I think like certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Again, our our soft hands uh speak, exactly. Just speak over volumes. here. Like I, I only type in my desk and it's too yeah. cold outside. <laughs> I really laughed at the hippies that taught the lion to eat tofu and the lion is very thin and coughing weakly. Yeah, very sickly lion. <laughs> yeah. Yes, their group is called Mankind for Ethical Animal Treatment or Meat. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I also like Leela. I always enjoy it when Leela's just like 
in on it. I think I feel the same way about Marge. But so they throw a brick at him, and I think Bender throws the brick, and then Layla goes, "I'll get some more bricks." Like she's just like, "Yeah, I'm not part of it." <laughs> it's interesting. I I hadn't put that together, but I can see Marge having similar. Like uh, she just had enough, and she's uh, she's just gonna <laughs> go along with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is where Layla's like, okay, you need to throw out these weak old poplars because they're getting big and scaly. And this one has a face and calls her mama. Very adorable. Yes, very adorable. It's like swimming around in the honey mustard. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say I called this. I did not know this episode, of course, because I'm terrible. And I did not know that this was going to be the, what are they? The Omnicronians? Yeah, yeah, Omnicron. Uh, a word we are much from... more familiar with. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I called it from the design of the little poplar. I'm like, oh, that looks like Lur. This is going to be yeah. Lur's little baby. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. And I, I did like this in speaking about Zoidberg being the best character. I was like, this one called me mama. And he goes, congratulations. I assume yes. Amy is the father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had notes on, well, we'll get to it later when Leela is compared to a gorilla and yeah. what the uh, wiki community <laughs> might say about that. Oh my God. Yes, true. <laughs> I should look that up. Leela starts trying to get people to stop eating them. And Amy's like, whatever, this isn't a big deal. And Zoidberg again is like, yes, listen to the father. <laughs> yeah. What uh, a, Zoidberg is so progressive. Yeah, right. And he's just like, congratulations. I assume this immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The head of the curve back in 2001. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have also very really found it funny in the past. It's really stuck with me when they're like, even if something can talk, that doesn't mean it's intelligent. Parrots talk and we eat them. <laughs> yeah, they're like, and then Bender's like, yeah, like this thing might have learned to talk as a parlor trick, like fry and fry goes like fry, like fry. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like the like fries were, was dumb, but I really like fry saying that we eat parrots. Yeah, so all that too. I also thought the like fry was dumb, but I was like, no, it sticks with me all the time. I like fry. Yeah. So I'll give it a pass. But yes, eating parrots yeah. is very funny. <laughs> yeah. Farnsworth wants to di dissect the little poplar, which is a bit sad. Mm -hmm. Yes, wants to get into its brain. Yeah. So Leela and Fry are protesting at various locations and Bender is like sort of protesting, but is being like, stop eating them with honey mustard. Stop enjoying them on the <laughs> patio, on the boat, wherever good times are had. <laughs> yeah, a very weird joke here of the Planet Express ship drops a bomb on like these protesters, but then the bomb just opens with a flag that says, please don't eat poplars, which I found yeah. very funny, but just a very strange joke. Like, it's was that a reference weird. to bombing protesters i don't know <laughs> i don't know because it lands around like the people who are just like going in anyway to buy yeah. them so i don't know yeah i also really enjoyed the i think her name's linda the woman who is the broadcaster and okay. her yeah. headline is like <laughs> just the way she announces it a very broadcaster ask her she's like poplars eating them is it all right too <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it gives me like arrested development vibes for some reason mm -hmm. of I can't even think of the character, but like the the too sincere or the too literal doctor kind of sounds like him. Mm. I don't know. Oh, oh, sorry. It reminds me of Purd. That's who it's reminding me of from Parks uh, yes, and Rack. Of, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, is it all right too? Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah. This is the first time we hear that Leela's first name is Taranga. I don't think we've heard that yes. before, right? <laughs> that was a real Cosmo Kramer moment of but yeah. then revealing it and everyone being like, what? Yeah, Taranga. And then Amy goes, that's her name, Philip. Fry goes, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So they are having a panel discussion with like the main protester guy, Leela and Fishy Joe. And he's like, the only reason we don't eat people is because they taste lousy. <laughs> yeah, I think he says I'm willing to grant that it's murder. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, I'm willing to grant that. But who's going to stop me? And then the Omicronians show up. 
Yeah. I like that the little, what, what's the little one's name? I think it's Jur. Uh, Jur. I like that Jur gets his own square once he like starts <laughs> talking and enters the conversation. They give him his own square. And I also like that the hippie is just muttering shut up under his breath the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Big Donald Trump during the debate vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, it turns out that this is a nursery planet for the Omicronians and they've been eating their babies and they want justice. And I actually just referenced and I can't remember why I just referenced line. the line of like, we will begin with the firemen, then the math teachers and so on in that fashion until everyone is yes. <laughs> just completely nonsensical. There's no rhyme or reason, but firemen first, math teacher second, and then there's an assumed order after that. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I was definitely proofreading something for someone and it had like two things and then an et cetera. And I was like, I don't understand what the like next thing was supposed to be in this et cetera. Like these things seem to have nothing to do with one another. That's, such a, good, that's that such a good reference. Fire in, then the math teachers, and then so on and in that so fashion. That, that fashion. was that was like definitely my favorite line of the episode. It's so good. I love it. So then we get Zap Brannigan. He's back and he's mediating this discussion, but he's just like downing poplars in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like Zach in this episode. I thought he was or Zap. Sorry, not Zach. I liked Zap in this episode. I thought he was pretty good. He's he pronounces guacamole. Guacamole. Now, wait. How do you he say? Says, it? These would be great with guacamole. Guacamole. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which I still do regularly. <laughs> like guacamole. And they want 198 billion humans need to be eaten, and Zach says mm -hmm. that he needs to form an army of super virile men scoring around yes. the clock and to clear yes. his schedule. Yeah, so they can shore up the numbers. Yeah. yeah, and Fry. So then we cut to them coming to a consensus about what's going to happen. And Fry's like, "I wish they just wipe out humanity and get it over with." It's the waiting I can't stand. <laughs> I'm like, "That's stupid." <laughs> I totally <laughs> miss that little little interchange. <laughs> yeah, and so they decide that they're not going to eat everyone because of Zap's effective diplomacy, and instead they're going to eat one human of their choice. And it, like, honestly, this does seem pretty good on Zap's part that they went from 198 billion people to just one. Great pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So they've decided that they're going to eat the first human who ate their young, which is Leela. <laughs> Poor Leela. I mean, Leela might take, despite surviving this episode, Leela might take the biggest loss this episode of protesting ineffectively, mm. wanting to be eaten compared to our orangutan. People like just generally kind of rude to her, I feel like. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's very tough. <laughs> so then they are broadcasting an earthling being eaten alive on television, brought to you by Fishy Joe's Ride the Walrus. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, and then, aired on national te television. Yeah. Yes, it seems like people would definitely watch that, right? It reminded me of the uh, that first Black Mirror with the pig of like, oh, yeah. what if you lived in a world where you know crazy things happen on TV? True. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> that one was effective. Then, then, then the show gets too stupid. I mean, that that episode is <laughs> also stupid, but you know, yeah, that one's disturbing I at least. Yeah, I haven't seen that many episodes, honestly. I remember, I feel like Cam was really into it for a while. I saw the one yeah. where there was they, they were trying to like cover up the killing of someone called Crocodile or something. I think I skipped that one. Yeah. 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 Apparently it's notable. I don't know. Anyway, Bender spends a lot of time comparing Leela to Titanium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is like the highest compliment he can give her. And then he compares to her to aluminum, which is like an insult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she's like hearing they're being like, oh, I'm so sorry, Leela. Like, I wish this wasn't happening to you. And Leela's like, you should be here instead of me. Like, you are sucking poplars down like the hog you are. <laughs> Zap comes in to be like, I have a plan. And she says, why don't you explain it to Wingus and Dingus here? And that's something that I use all the time as well. So this episode, very influential. And I love I love Zaps. All right, Wingus, Dingus, listen up. 
Yes, I guess, I guess. Very good. And he says, we're going to pull off a switcheroo. I have found a giant hideous ape that looks exactly like Leela. Very mean. They wheel in the ape. It it looks very like nonplus. It's just kind of sitting there. Great stylist. Uh, He gets his hair Mm -hmm. done, which is great. Yes, Kiff is very good. He's like, he's creating. They put an eye patch on. They're like, that's Leela, all right? I'm like, I'm seeing double. And this reminds me of a very specific anecdote, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Remember the Simpson episode where Homer goes to clown college? Of course. I'm seeing double four crossies. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Okay. So (laughs) I have a friend whose boyfriend loves the Simpsons and he and I make Simpsons jokes all the time, but she doesn't know anything. And so he keeps going, I'm seeing double here for crusties. And she's like, she keeps trying to use that joke, but doesn't know how to use it. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So she keeps being like, I'm seeing double here. Three somethings. And he's Uh... like, no, (laughs) not correct. (laughs) Anyway, I don't know what's hard about it, but she she really struggles with it. And she's trying very hard. (laughs) That's that's nice that you, you can form the bond with the like, oh, you're friends with him first. Sorry, sorry. No, I had never met this man in my life. And then he okay. knows the Simpsons very well. So we what an bonded. instant way to to make friends with a, a friend's significant other. Yeah, he doesn't know it as well as me. So every now and then he, he makes lots of like very obscure references. But every now and then I like throw one in and he just like looks at me blankly. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Prolonged joke here where they're like, what are you going to eat with your human like super salad vinaigrette or ranch? Yeah, the, where his wife says like, oh, why don't you have some salt with that? Or why don't you have some human with that salt? Because he puts mm-hmm. a ton of salt on the orangutan. Yes. Really makes me laugh that he's about to eat the orangutan. And then the hippie reveals what's going on. And he's like, what's happening? I'm losing the crowd. <laughs> he got them in the <laughs> I like palm that of he, his hand. I like that he says he recognizes the orangutan as Leela based on her slumping posture and hairy knuckles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then Zap's like, what are you doing? Why would you sacrifice a beautiful woman for a moderately attractive monkey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone says, well, why do you open your bong hole, you smelly hippie? Yes, that's Zap. Yeah. And so Zap initially is like, I won't let you have Leela. And then they threaten to kill him. So he goes and gets her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And then baby juror comes and intervenes and it's like if Leela gets eaten then I get eaten <laughs> the mother is frustrated with him and threatens to count to Blorax yes <laughs> that was really good <laughs> yeah, very funny um, sequence of them counting in fake numbers yes yes Lara decides that he's not gonna eat Leela so he eats the hippie instead and then it's like the rest of the episode is him just like being kind of high from eating the hippie <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of rem- reminiscent of Otto of my hands can't touch anything but themselves oh wait yes yeah (laughs) yeah exactly he's like looking at his cape in a very captivated fashion and i always like how he just like walks out kind of holding it i don't know that's very good (laughs) what do you think is going on with auto in 2023 simpsons like are there do you think they've done an auto episode in the past 10 years oh i don't know i thought you meant like in real life what would he be doing right now and i feel like he probably is like not into vaccines (laughs) (laughs) probably i mean he definitely like owns a dispensary yeah oh definitely definitely yes yeah and the episode ends with them being like to Leela she showed us that it's wrong to eat certain things and then everyone's eating like (laughs) veal suckling pig and then they get horrified when they see that there's a dolphin until they learn that this one blew all his money on instant lottery tickets (laughs) (laughs) yeah Leela I'm gonna call Leela the loser of this episode despite the fact that she survives Yes, I think I agree with you for all the reasons you said, including the being compared to a hideous ape repeatedly and being told she has sloping posture and hairy knuckles. Yeah. How's your posture doing? Not good. I should sit up, honestly. It's bad. 
all yeah. sledging was, all the time. When I I'm still in Denver and we found a device that was probably purchased like eight years ago. That was like one of those things that you like attach to your back and then it like yes. buzzes when you slouch and there's mm-hmm. an app and all of that. And it seems ridiculous, but I really should do it. Yeah, my mom got me this weird thing. It didn't have an app or anything, but it was just this weird like device that you're supposed to put on and like held your shoulders back for you. <laughs> yeah. And I think I wore it once and was like, this seems stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'll just be in pain the rest of my life. Yeah, exactly. I'll just suffer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Who's the winner of the episode? I think Zap is interesting with like Master Negotiator going down from yeah. 128 billion or whatever to one. Do we know how he did that? No. And I think that that's a bit of an injustice to him because we see him being a buffoon, but we don't see this yeah. shocking achievement. Zap was wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. To... He's a hero. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Next week, we are doing season two, episode 19. So that answers what episode we just did, which was episode 18. Uh, Mother's Day. Okay, yes. So I didn't guess this because we we had to go back and forth on what episode we were we were covering. Mother's Day has got to obviously be a mom episode. Bender origin story, finally. I think I'm right about that, that Bender is a mom creation. Yeah, but I don't know. Mom episode. Right. What was the first mom episode? The anchovies one. Okay. And that was, she wanted, so Fry was getting anchovies on his pizza. She wanted anchovies because what, it's like good oil or something? Yeah. Like one drop of anchovy oil can get like a million robots or something. And it like never wears off. I don't know. Something. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, Only two episodes left in season two, Alex. Only two episodes left, really? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm interested to see, as we were talking through this, we were talking about how dumb Fry is. And it made me think about how they really go hard on like emotional Fry episodes in these back two seasons between the dog episode and the brother episode. And Mm -hmm. I mean, even like the bee memory episode, I remember being emotional. So it's interesting that I feel like they're or seasons one and two have felt very similar to me in that it's just like a bunch of good times like we're just joking around and it'll be interesting to see where they kind of pivot to some some heavier episodes yeah let me look real quick and to see what's coming up in season three just so that i have a sense yeah there are some really good ones in season three there are some that i'm very surprised to see are in season three <laughs> <laughs> wow i would have thought these were all How so, because they're, they're bad and you thought they were like modern bad ones no, I thought that they, I don't know, I guess I just thought they were like season five or something, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll, be, it'll also be interesting to see if those emotional episodes really pack the same punch that they did back then, where I feel like between the BoJack of it all being like funny but serious animated show, like, I don't know, I think I feel like... I don't watch any of these other animated shows, but people really love like the Adventure Time stuff. Rick and Morty just got horribly canceled forever. I don't know if you saw all that. No, horribly canceled? Uh, yeah, that creator like got arrested. Rick and Morty co-creator charged with domestic violence, like horrible, terrible stuff. So that show is like permanently canceled forever. But I imagine that, I don't know if that show ever tried to do serious stuff, but it's just interesting to think about how Futurama definitely was known for these like like impactful episodes and whether mm-hmm. or not that will stand up with all these other animated shows like kind of trying to do the same thing a decade later yeah that's a good point i think it's interesting to think about it in the context of bojack of like it's definitely a different kind of emotional weight but yeah, yeah definitely yeah hmm. so uh, i guess uh, i look forward to that in in 2023 the year of, yeah. of tomorrow year of pot of tomorrow honestly tell your friends <laughs> hopefully not a bot. we're out here <laughs> 
Yeah, not not the not the bots that want right. to do things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, Alex, this was a delight, and I will talk to you next week for season two, episode nineteen, Mother's Day. All right. See see y'all later. <laughs> <laughs>